I'm Kara, and welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. I believe that all of us possess unique gifts and talents that allow us to serve the world and our own growth in the highest possible way. Our lives are an expression of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And here, we will explore businesses, thought leaders, and topics designed to inspire, helping propel your own growth so you can live your best and most purposeful life. Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. I am very glad you're here, and I appreciate your support and your love and your encouragement. It is truly my intention to deliver messages of hope and inspiration and possibility so that you feel on purpose and you know deep down you are a true co-creator in your own life. Now, I'm so excited to share this week's episode. Our guest is Kate Carroza, and her story is an inspiring one, one that I believe is all about leaning into intuition, to the guidance that surrounds us on a daily, minute-by-minute basis when we are open to receiving it. So Kate published a book entitled Life's Purpose, The Underlying Ingredients for Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity. And it's about her own spiritual awakening after a decade-long career in law enforcement. And as you'll hear her share, she was getting close to retirement and begin to question what was next when she had this profound experience where God spoke through her. And I don't want to give too much away because I want Kate to be able to share her own story with you. And it it comes so beautifully out of her uh, in this episode. But you'll hear her share this ever-evolving next chapter, and you'll hear the passion in her to help others learn this gift of tuning in to your highest self, of learning to listen and look for the signs that surround you, and so much more. So thank you for being with us today. It's a great episode I'm excited to share, and it all starts now. So today on the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast, I'm thrilled to have Kate Carroza with us. So welcome, Kate. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So for our listeners, Kate is a very, very patient woman. Um, (laughs) We had actually recorded a podcast episode, uh, gosh, maybe a month or two ago, and we had all of this these issues, um, with the audio, the video kept going out and my internet, we kept losing each other. And so, um, anyway, so Kate was very patient with me. I was like, I'll try to put this together and make sure the recording works for an episode, but it just was not working. And so I have to believe that maybe there was some type of divine uh, timing involved with, you know, having, us be rescheduled a few times to finally meeting again now. So um, anyway, thank you for your patience through it all, Kate. And we're really glad you're here. And uh, for our listeners, you know, Kate and I were introduced actually by my aunt and um, Kate has a really interesting story to share. She's actually in the evolution of her kind of spiritual journey. And so I thought this was Um, a real, and she just recently wrote a book that was published at the beginning of the year called life's purpose, the underlying ingredients for peace, purpose, and prosperity. 
love that title. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to, you're again, kind of in this growth phase, having been in law enforcement and then had sort of a spiritual awakening, um, and then were prompted to write the book and are now in the middle of this, you know, uh, listening to guidance, God, spirit, as it kind of guides you on your next path. And so um, I thought it would be so interesting to hear your story as it relates to, you know, inspiring others to hear the call and then be able to take action. So again, that's a long way of saying that I'm really glad you're here today. Yes. I'm not your typical podcast guest. I'm I'm kind of at the beginning of this which I think is interesting to see how it's going to unfold, what it's going to lead to, what business it it all becomes when it is moving in full motion. So I am very grateful that you took a chance on me, even though I don't quite fit into all the, the um, niches of your podcast. But I hope this will bring some inspiration and maybe cause some people to um, get in alignment, get some answers question to maybe some of the things that they're feeling. Yeah, no, I, you know, there's no necessarily one size fits all. And I, I just love that, uh, as you know, I'm kind of guided to the guests that are going to be on this show and I really trust and follow that and, uh, excited to have you here. So, so walk us through, because I think it's a, a such an interesting story of how you, how you kind of found this voice, guidance, God, spirit. So were you religious before? Were you spiritual before? How would you um, how would you have defined yourself before this kind of awakening, so to speak? Uh, well, I would say that I was brought up in the Catholic church. So I had a religious background, but I found that a lot of the concepts I couldn't really understand and make a um, make them fit into my life of how things like I question things like, well, what do people do that are in places that don't have access to a church or don't have access to a Bible? Do they get to go to heaven? And I had all these questions that just couldn't be answered. It's, it's not that I doubted really that there was some higher being, but I couldn't figure out how it truly functioned. And when I was, I'm at the tail end of a 30 year career and I was very passionate about my career. I felt like I had a purpose in life. I was doing what I felt like I was meant to do. And when I started thinking about my retirement, I kept getting this knot in my stomach when I was thinking about, wait a minute, when I retire, does that mean that I no longer have purpose? And that really bothered me that my identity, my purpose was so tied up in my career. And I just knew that that wasn't right. That wasn't the whole picture. And so I started digging a little bit more into some spiritual things. I, I was starting to read a little bit more and um, watch videos a little bit more. And it all kind of culminated to this point Last year, last January of 2020, I had gone to work very, very, very early in the morning, and it was one of those torrential downpours with the lightning and the thunder, and I had parked the, the truck and 
turned on some alpha wave music that I had been attracted to. And I was sitting there just listening to the rain and I kind of turned up the music to try to drown out the rain. And I really wasn't focusing on anything specific. And then all of a sudden, I heard inside my head, I am. And it was, I knew it wasn't me, but yet it was still me. And I had this urge to pick up my cell phone and start dictating what I was hearing on the notes app. And I don't know why I was drawn to do that, but I clearly, it was the first thing I did. I reached for my phone. I thought, whoa, what is going on? And I simply just started listening. And as this voice started to speak to me, I started to question it. And long story short, about two hours later, I had the understanding of what life's purpose is. Hmm. And I had also been asked by God, spirit, whatever name you want to give that, I was asked to write about it. And I had all these emotions wrapped up into this feeling, I just couldn't, I mean, I couldn't, it's so hard for me to explain it to people. It's passion, it's bliss, it's excitement, it's nervousness, it's all encompassing love, all wrapped up. And I just didn't know what to do with it. And it took about probably a good hour for me to calm down enough to just get back to a normal plane And all I could think to do was call one of my friends that we frequently chatted about God and um, paths and and all this other stuff. And when I got on the phone, I actually got so choked up, I couldn't speak. Mm. But you know what? I didn't have to. She knew exactly, exactly what was going on. And she knew exactly what to say. Mm. So I kind of took that moment to realize, you know what, there isn't just one purpose in life, the way that we think about it. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, when they think about what is their life purpose, they, they tend to go immediately to what their job is, that you express your purpose through your job. And what I got from him and what I was asked to write about, that really, when it's all broken down, there's only one thing to know. It is to be happy in life. That is it. Your life's purpose is to be happy. And how we translate that and how we should turn that into income, because everybody needs income, everybody needs a way to live, to survive, If you put that into something that can make money, for me, writing books, speaking, that's where I am focused on deriving my income. So as I leave one career, I'm hoping to step into another career that I'm I'm consciously aware of when I'm receiving signs and when he's speaking to me what to act on. And that was, and that is my journey now, listening and just following that path, having that faith, trusting that I'm going in the right direction, which oddly enough led me to you. 
Yes. Which is amazing. Yes. Right. Um, yes. and, and you know, what's, what's interesting is cause you said at the very beginning and he just kind of reiterated it again, I think there's so many people that our identity is tied to the job or our role as a mom or a wife, or, you know, there's all these identities that we take on and these roles that we take on. And then we think of ourselves in that way. And like, there's a lot of, you know, beliefs that are tied into that. Well, I have to do this in order to be a good mom, or I have to do this in order to be a good wife or husband or, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, our identity is so wrapped up in these things. Um, and so kind of really unpacking that to what you said is our, the intention is to just really find joy in all things, find joy in all parts of our lives, um, and kind of lose the identification that we have to be this or this or that, you know, um, and, and really kind of following joy as a guiding principle to, and living in flow, you know, so to speak. But that doesn't mean that we're like kumbaya, you know, just sitting around meditating all day, right? Like, so, you know, how do you find the, and I think what's really cool about, you know, this conversation is that like, you're living it right now. So you kind of had this aha moment, so to speak. Right. And what did that, I'm just curious, like, what is that? What did it feel like? See, that's the hardest thing to describe. I tried thinking like, um, what's the most blissful thing that you've had happen to you in your life to the point that it brought you to tears that it was happy tears, not sad tears. And I don't know whether that for some people it's having a child. I think people have different, can relate to that differently. I had up to this point in my life, not experienced that type of feeling that I got at that moment. So it's still hard for me to convey that to other people. So the best thing that I can reach to is say, what have you accomplished, done, had be, do, whatever, that has brought you to absolute joyful, blissful tears. You were just so welled up with bliss that it caused you to cry. Mm -hmm. And that's about as close as I can get to it. And like you were saying before, since that time, I've had almost this, this constant battle between, to me, the way that I perceive this now is I've made a connection that I realize life isn't happening to me, that I can actually now control my life. And I control it by listening to this energy that's going on in my body. What things make me happy? What things excite me? And I pursue that. And it's kind of like living on planes. You, there's, to me, there's a spiritual plane and then there's the human experience plane. And it's trying to get that balance because we are here to have this experience as humans. And I, I jokingly sometimes say to people, so imagine if you're up in heaven and God said, would you like to go down to earth down there? That's Disneyland, Disney World down there. Would you like that? 
And all the spirits say, yes, yes, yes. It's my turn to go on vacation. I want to go experience that. And we're sent down to earth to experience this Disneyland that's here. And so now it's having that awareness is trying to find that balance between staying vibrationally high enough to listen, to be guided by spirit, by God, by universe, but yet still enjoy Mm -hmm. what's here on earth. And that's the balance for me, trying to read every day, trying to keep that in mind, trying to stay enough in vibration, but yet enough in the human existence to really enjoy the now, what's going on now. Yeah. And I love that you have that analogy. Um, One of the analogies that I sometimes think about is like comparing it to like college courses, you know, when you sign up for college and I remember I, I would say to myself and I don't know, maybe it's my type A personality, but like I'd sign up for a really challenging course and I'd be like, Oh my gosh, this sounds so fascinating. This is so cool. I can't wait to learn about all of this, you know, art history or whatever it was. Right. Right. And then when you're in it, you're like, Oh, this is really tough. Like, why did I sign up for this? You know? And so sometimes I think even approaching it from almost like when I'm going through hard things and this, you know, looking at it that way too, is like we were as souls, you kind of look at it from a very, um, neutral point of view. Like that would be cool to experience that. Like, I wonder what that would feel like. And then if the, that is maybe something to teach you a lesson, but maybe it's not so pleasant in the lesson, when you're in it, you're like, why the F did I sign up for this? Yes. <laughs> you know, exactly. um, but you're it's soul growth, you know? And so yeah. you're meant to go through it to learn a certain, a certain lesson that's going to prepare you in a different way. Um, and sometimes, and I think that you had touched on this too. It's, it's that like emotional guidance system almost that we're given in the same way that we're, that we're given physical touch to know, Hey, don't touch that hot pan, like, or you're going to get burned. Right. It's the same thing with emotions. Our emotions were meant to also kind of let us know if we're on the right track or not. Right. If we're in a place where we're in despair or we're depressed, that's really an indicator that we're not living in our best selves. And so we need to you know, find different experiences to get us into that place of joy. Um, and so, but if we allow our emotions to just basically always, so that's a guidance system. It's meant to say, Oh, let's steer this way. Right. Um, but sometimes we stay stuck in the situation too long. You know, we don't listen to some of the signs that are meant to be pointing us into another direction. Um, how have you kind of, um, found that discernment, so to speak? Like, how do you know when to listen and when to act? Um, Because I do think there's that balance, right? Like we have to ask and then listen and then know when to take action. Yeah. So describe that. Yeah. For me, this happened. I had dramatic, dramatic um, signs given to me after this initial conversation, because in it, he asked me to write. And there was no, as I say in the book, there was no syllabus of what he wanted me to write. He Mm. gave me the feeling of what life's purpose is. And he said, write. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, Mm. I I don't know. So in that, 
I had to trust that if he asked me to do it, then he will provide the information. And sure enough, when I would start thinking about, okay, what does the book need to be about? I would always get a sign Mm -hmm. that, you know, X, Y, Z, and I would have the answer. And after it took me about six months of really reading, watching videos, podcasts, doing all this before it occurred to me, my awareness got high enough that I started seeing the patterns. Mm. Every time I asked a question, a sign would be given to me generally during that period of time. Generally, it was before the day's end. I'd always get a sign and have an answer, Mm. which would lead me to the next question. And I would have another question and then I'd see a sign in another, another way. So after, after a period of time, I saw this pattern and um, the way that I described to me, there's a cycle. So when you have an idea that excites you, to me, that is spirit, God, universe, trying to basically tap you on the shoulder and say, go that direction. Now, as I've kind of learned in the last year or so that you're not always going to have, no, matter of fact, you won't have all the how it's going to happen, but you're going to be given an excited idea. And as soon as you commit to following that idea, then the resources will be given to you, the how, all the rest of it will be given. So now when I think about what do I need to do next, an idea will come to me. And if that idea, if I have that, ooh, that would be cool type of feeling around it, I know that that's a higher higher sign from the universe, from God speaking to me. So I need to pay attention to that. So the trick is not to let your human mind start to say, well, I can't do that, or that'd be too hard, or you know, whatever the excuse is. If my initial gut reaction is an excited reaction, I know I have to just be in faith and commit to that idea. And then once I do that, then the resources start showing up. I have to take action. I can't just sit back and say, oh, great. Yeah, he's going to you know, give me the winning lottery ticket and don't worry about it. No, I got to go through, use my brain, my intellect and think about, okay, so that would be a cool idea in order to get a step closer to that. What do I need to do? And I start listing things that I could do. And generally something on that list will either come to fruition or I will have the resources in order to be able to do it. So again, just to kind of backtrack on that, Signs that are given to me, I are come in like ideas. So in the morning time, especially when things are quiet, if I say, you know, what's the next step towards building a business? As I go about my day, something, I may see something that triggers an excited idea. And that's where my awareness, now that I know what I'm looking for, I focus in on it. Oh, that would be neat to do. Okay, so I write it down and I start thinking about is does this take me in the direction of where I want to go? If it takes me in the direction of where I want to go and it's not going to hinder anybody else, mm-hmm. then I commit to it. And as soon as I commit to it, 
then the other pieces start falling in place. So that's mm. what I would say for somebody, trust that gut instinct. And then before your mind starts getting in the way with all your fears and your doubts, commit to it. Commit that it will come. Everything that you need, you may not know how it's going to come, but it will come if you 100% commit to it. Mm. I love that. That's great, great advice. And, you know, for, and I think that's, that's one of the reasons I think it's so important for people to, to dream, to like really, you know, think about um, like, what's the vision of what they want to create? Like what would be, and when you think about that, sometimes I think that that in itself, that question can be really unsettling because like, you're like, I don't know what do you mean? What kind of vision do I want to create? You know, but if you can take it down to, okay, well, what would really excite me? What do I love doing? Or if I could just journal, like I'm a really big believer in journaling, you know, and just kind of, you know, writing things down. And so like asking the question at the top of a page of a blank sheet of paper, you know, what do I see myself doing in a year? you know, like what things do I, and then just like imagining it, imagining it as you would almost like a, like a film role, you know what I mean? And then the ideas are going to come in and you'll start to get some ideas for what you, I mean, you're, you already know the answers. It's just that sometimes we often, we don't sit with ourselves enough to ask and to listen for what we're given. So do you have a a practice, I mean, speaking to that, cause I think that's great advice for people to, you know, think or, or, or use the idea that excites them and pursue it, like start asking questions about it. So do, do you have a morning practice or a morning routine or something that you do on a regular basis for that kind of inspiration or dream time? Yes, I do. And before I, I do that, I just wanted to point out too, it, was kind of fascinating to me that when you ask people, what do you really want? So many people have a hard time actually answering that question. I did when I was asked, what do you like, really, what do you really want? It's hard to allow yourself. We've kind of uh, put ourselves into these holes that we don't think outside the box anymore. And that's a hard question for people to answer. And so when I ask people that and they can't answer the question, I say, well, back up, just start noticing things during the day that bring you joy. And as you go through your day and you start appreciating more and more things, it will start to build. It's almost like building a campfire. You're gonna start that ember. And after a while, before you know it, you're going to be able to say, yeah, I know what I really want. I want to have X, Y, and Z. You'll get there. But sometimes it takes breaking out of the routine for me. Like I almost 30 years hadn't really thought outside the box. So that was a hard question for me to answer. So I had to back up and start just being appreciative of all the small things to start to build that fire of where I wanted to go. And in in a way, I'm still in that process. I have a direction, but I'm still building that fire and trying to build that business. But as I I love that you said that though, because I think that's so true. And you're right. I mean, a lot of people just don't, 
can't articulate it or they have not been modeled. You know, if you've grown up in a certain from, you know, inherited certain family beliefs of what's possible, then sometimes we're limited by our circumstances. And so, um, you know, we, we don't know what is possible because we've never been shown it, or we don't believe that because our parents were able to do X, you know, we can't do this or, or all of those things. When in fact, all of those are just limiting, limiting beliefs that you can do anything you want. You just have to really, um, allow yourself the opportunity to dream and, and and to then start to believe it. Yeah. What's that? Rewrite the operating system. So this was a big aha moment for me. Um, and anybody can go on the internet and look up the stick person, but a psychologist said that one of the reasons why we have trouble envisioning is because we don't have a vision of how the brain works. And so he simply drew a circle with a line through it and then another circle below it that represents the mind, the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and then how the body reacts to that. And he explained that your subconscious mind is your operating system. It's the stuff that we do by routine. You don't think about getting up in the morning and brushing your teeth. It just happens by routine. You don't have to think about it. Now, wait a minute, how does this work? Do I put the toothpaste on this end? And then you don't have to think about it. You just do it. And that's how our lives start out. Because when you are born and raised by your family and in your environment, everybody else's vision of what your life should be is poured into your subconscious. You don't have the ability as a child to really make your own beliefs. So beliefs are given to you mm-hmm. in your subconscious mind. So that's why when we get to this adult stage and we want to change things, you actually got to go in through the conscious mind to change the subconscious belief about something. Can you do it? Well, what did my parents say? What did my friends say? What does society say? You got to change that. You got to rewrite it. You're Mm. in control. Yes. And it's up to you. So if you rewrite that and there's ways to do that, but basically what the conscious mind thinks, the subconscious mind will grab onto, which causes the body to act. And um, one kind of example of that is like when somebody says something that embarrasses you, it causes your body to flush. And that's that subconscious mind making the body react to something. So it's the same thing. So when you get it to a point where your conscious mind has it in the subconscious, you don't have any control over that. When you say it, I will be wealthy or I will be, you know, a millionaire or whatever you want to be, your body, physical body starts to do the things, act in the way that a wealthy person would and so on and so forth. So that was kind of an aha moment that, wait, wait, I was given belief system by somebody else, by my environment, by my family, by my friends, but yet I have control over it. So now it was going back and trying to rewrite the beliefs that are in my subconscious mind. I'm trying to still make sure that all of those give me the ability to dream big, right? Start that business, have another career, be successful at that career, if that inner voice is saying you can't do that, you'll never be successful, 
that's where you got to start. You got to rewrite those subconscious thoughts in your, in your mind to say that I can do that. I will mm-hmm. do that. I've got the ability to do that. So that's, I had to throw that in there because that was such an, a big awakening for me that, wow, we have control over that. We didn't when we were a kid, but we do now. And you can that's- rewrite that program. So good is rewriting the operating system. That is so, so good. So, so as for the daily routine, I found what works best for me. It's kind of like you, um, my best, most creative, most aligned time to be able to speak to or hear God or the universe is in the morning time. I don't, I'm not thinking about what I have to do for the day or, um, you know, emails chasing me or any of that. So when I get up, actually start the night before, when I go to bed, I make an intention for how I want the next day to go. I want it to be successful, easy. I want to get X, Y, Z done. I set my intentions that I'm going to have a successful day the next day. So when I wake up, I say that again, I'm going to have a successful day. And if I have something actually on my schedule for the day, I make sure I repeat that, that this is going to go effortlessly. It's going to be joyous. It's going to be pleasant. And then I start with um, reciting positive affirmations because I want to change that subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And for me, the best way to do it is when it's my mind's the clearest, which is in the morning. So I know we all can relate to you're in the shower and you have that brilliant idea that comes to you. Yes, that's the same thing where your mind is at a receiving point. And there are studies on this that your mind is has the different brain wave levels, the alpha, the theta and all that. So in the morning, it comes out of theta into alpha. And so I have the most ability to input and control at that point in time. So I make sure I listen to either positive affirmations or podcasts that are uplifting or something of that. And then as I get further into my day, I journal. Journal for me is the absolute um, surefire way to connect to my energy, my spirit, the God. Mm -hmm. And I ask questions that I have for the day. And it generally tends to be a question of what do I need to hear, do, or say today? And then I just quietly sit and I wait for whatever impression comes to me. I write it down, no matter what it is. Because it's that first glimpse, that first impression, that's generally the energy, the, the God speaking back. And so I write it down. So I've got plenty of journals, lots of writings. Most of the time, if I get into a good flow, if I'm really into it and focused and not distracted, uh, when I'm done, I'll have to go back and reread what I actually wrote because I'm not at that conscious level. I'm somewhere kind of else. And that's how a lot of my book got written. Mm-hmm. I was somewhere else when I was writing, physically writing that down. So that seems to be the best for me is right off the bat in the morning. And then I would say the rest of my day kind of goes back into that human element. I start my work and and kind of go through the day and just check in every now and then with how am I feeling? Because how am I feeling is the answer of where's my energy? 
If I'm feeling good, my energy is good. If I'm not feeling so good, I need to take a second here and get back, raise my vibration, be appreciative, find something else to focus on to bring me back to center so I can get a better balance throughout the day. Mm, Yeah, so good. And I think that's, you know, it is a, it's a balance, right? It's a balance of humanness and the natural things that are kind of thrown your way. Like sometimes it's normal to, to sometimes be thrown off kilter, you know, like driving, you know, I sometimes honk the horn a little bit too much, says my husband. So I get a little distracted, but then I'm like, okay, yeah, let's come back to like, let's not give my energy away to somebody else. You know, let's like, just kind of stay in the moment. Do I really need to get there like two minutes faster? Like probably not, you know? So, um, but it's like this balance of, you know, being guided and then just being in the natural humanness of things, right? Like we, we're humans. So we're naturally going to have things that lead us off kilter, you know, off course. But, um, I think the true Testament to being really aligned in spirit is like, how quickly can you get back into alignment? Like how quickly can you notice and be aware of when you're like venturing out and how quickly can you come back to centeredness? Um, because that's where, like, as you've mentioned, you know, that's where you get guidance. That's where you get intuitive hits that you may not recognize it as like, oh, this is God speaking to me, but you're going to get like a flash of something that, oh, I should really call that person. And I mean, how many times, I mean, I'm really in tuned with my, my main career is in real estate and I'm really in tune with my clients. I pray for them. I pray for really great outcomes. And you know, often like, I'll just get a hit that I need to call them or call somebody. And they'll be like, I was just thinking of you. I'm like, Oh, really? That's so odd. You know, I'm like, I know <laughs> that's why I was told to call you, you know? So, um, it's just funny, but when you can, when you can more live in that space is when, you know, magic can happen and, and flow in life, I think is, um, is more achieved. So, um, I thought your podcast was so awesome because it's taking that same principle beyond what probably most people consider the religious realm and into business. mm -hmm. This is the way we should be all the time, family, business, that's why your podcast resonated with me so much. I was like, yes, she gets it. This is it right here. This is what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, well, thank you so much. Yeah. It's, it's funny because we, you know, we, so often we think of spirituality as so different, you know, or God is so different than business, but like, that's who we, if, if who we are in the world, like our expression is going to come out in, in all should come out in all parts of our life and through our business, because, when we're doing our life's work, um, like what could be more spiritual than that? Right. Um, and I think it's also just about being in, I mean, I, I hold the intention that, and it sounds like one of your intentions is very similar that like, God, like put me wherever I'm meant to be today so that I can do my best and highest work for my highest good, but the highest good of others. And so then I just trust that I'm just naturally guided to people that need my help. And it may not be in real estate. It may be that they just need like some smile that day, you know, and that's okay too, because, you know, our goal is to be as 
a guide for others in all matters of life and, and to be like prayerful and intentional and offer love towards everyone. Um, and so the closer we can, the more we can do that in our life and in our business, I think that's when, you know, more miracles and opportunities unfold. So, uh, so this is such a cool conversation. I'm so happy to have you here today and, and to, uh, give people a glimpse into, especially cause I just think it's so fascinating. I mean, for you, it was, it was like a, like a life change and, and some people, it may not look exactly like that and that's okay too. But, but knowing that you have access to this incredible power to this, you know, you have a direct connection to source, to God, to the universe. And it's, it begins with awareness. Yes. And that, that was the whole purpose of writing the book was to let people know your gut instincts is that energy talking to you. We all know it, like you said, that you've called people and they were like, oh, I was just thinking about you. That same energy, that energy when you feel like somebody's staring at you and you turn around and somebody is, that energy is what I'm supposed to bring focus on. So especially the people that have that real desire to know they've got this, they just know that there's more to life and they can't put their finger on what it is. That's this energy. You're supposed to tap into that energy and follow the things that bring you joy, which is going to get you more aligned with spirit, God, universe, and you're going to see unbelievable things unfold. I still chuckle with all the things that I've had happen to me. It still makes me chuckle. I always, there's a little bit of a, no, no way that couldn't have just happened type of thing. But I laugh and I say, yeah, yeah, I know better now. (laughs) (laughs) What's the coolest thing that has happened that you're like, really? Is there one that you could put your finger on or um, there are a couple, they would probably be too long to mm. tell about, but, um, in a nutshell for a very long time, I kept asking for specific and I got really, really specific one time about, um, being guided in a certain direction. And I asked for, because I had had several signs been given to me a couple of days in a row. And I thought, Every time it happened where I got the sign, I'd be like, I don't know, was that a coincidence or was that really a sign? So this time I got really, really specific and it was asking to see a feather in a feather of a certain color. And long story short, the day had gone by. I was uh, late at night. I went to go walk my dog one last time, which I don't normally do that late at night, but I thought, let me walk him one more time. And when I walked out the front door, there was a pile of the feathers that I had asked for. Oh my gosh. It stopped me dead in my tracks. It absolutely stopped me dead in my tracks. And I, you know, I had to take the picture and everything, but um, it's stuff like that that keeps happening that I'm like, okay. That is so funny. And I love that. I've actually, uh, you know, I use that too sometimes when I'm asking for guidance about something specific, I'll say, can you you know, send me a sign or can you show me this? And then I'll know that like, this is where I meant to go. So that's uh that's cool. That's a neat story. Um, well tell us more. So if anybody wants to check out your book, we're definitely going to include it in the show notes. I know that it's on Amazon. Um, again, it's called the life's Pur- 
life's purpose, the underlying ingredients for peace, purpose, and prosperity by Kathleen Carozo, a uh, Carosa, sorry. Um, and, uh, so tell us more, where can, where else can we learn about you? And if somebody wants to work with you, cause I understand, are you doing some coaching now as well? So yes, I am on Facebook and they can find me, uh, Kate Carosa on Facebook. Um, I am an advisor on Facebook page called Success Academy, and it's Sylvia Gupta. She is one of Bob Proctor's inner circle coaches. She is amazing, fantastic. I am learning from her, but taking my experience to kind of talk to people and bring them along in their process when they know that they have, they know there's something more in life, kind of help them walk through that process. Um, so I'm on that Success Academy Facebook page. My profile is on there. You'll see I'm one of the um, success advisors on there. And also I have a um, co-authored book that's coming out June 22nd. Ooh. And I will leave the link to that. And I am also working on um, what I consider the second full book that hopefully by the end of the year, maybe into 2022, because I just trust in the process of the universe to, it'll come out when it's ready to, to come out. But I'm also doing that. And I'm also on Instagram that I think you'll have that link down there too. Yes. I love okay. to hear, I talk about this stuff all day long. So please <laughs> feel free to reach out. Oh, I love that. Well, we'll definitely, I encourage you, anybody that is in a, you know, a place where they're kind of maybe even feeling similar to where you were, um, like not really sure about what's next, not really sure about what is that real life's purpose, um, to definitely reach out to you. Cause you more than anybody know what that's like to go through. And, um, I love just continuing to watch your journey. So thank you for being here. Um, and what's the book that you're co-authoring? What's the name of that? Do you have a title yet? Um, I can, or if not, you can send it to me. Yeah. yeah. And we'll make yeah. sure to have it in the show notes. So, awesome. all right, perfect. Okay. Well, uh, well, thank you again so much for your time. This was such, uh, I'm, I'm glad that third time or fourth time or whatever time this was is a charm for us finally getting to, to connect. So, uh, thank you so much for, for making the time for our audience and our listeners. You're welcome. And thank you too. Thank you. Thank you for listening. As I think back on this episode, one of my key takeaways is that guidance and wisdom is an infinite resource and tool for, to help you wherever you are in life and business at the moment. There is truly no question too small or too big, and there is great power in the asking. There's also great power in the trusting of your ability to receive a response. So I'd encourage you to play with this concept, even if it feels very foreign from anything you've done before. And you can also go back and listen to episode 10 of the podcast, which is accessing inner wisdom to answer any question in business or beyond. It's a solo show where I delve into this subject as well. And so again, uh, thank you so much for being a part of our show today. I hope that it was helpful for you and wishing you a beautiful day, a beautiful week. Until next time. I'm Kara, and you've been listening to Soul Inspiring Business. 
If you found this helpful, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And if you feel so bold, share with others as well. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to growing today.